Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2185. How Protein and Fiber Will Change Your Body, part two, by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Happy Tuesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, today's post is part two from yesterday, so if you're new here or skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That was episode 2184. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. How Protein and Fiber Will Change Your Body, part two, by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. Let's explore practical ways that you can add more protein and fiber-rich foods to your day. Practical Ways to Increase Intake. The first rule of thumb for protein and fiber is to split up intake fairly evenly throughout the day. Instead of consuming some meals that are huge protein and fiber bombs and then having other meals that are scant sources, I would recommend finding easy ways to increase intake at each meal and snack. Listen to the following two lists and think about how you could include at least one food from each list in each meal and snack of your day. Foods that are reliable sources of protein include Literally, any meat, poultry, or fish. But from a health perspective, unprocessed animal proteins like fish and lean poultry and lean meats are superior choices. Dairy products like Greek yogurt, eggs and egg whites, lentils and beans and related products, edamame and related products, and products that help boost protein intake in meals like bean-based pastas, egg-based wraps, protein pancakes, and so on. Foods that are excellent sources of fiber include oatmeal and other whole grains, chickpeas, kidney beans, and other beans and bean products, lentils and products made of lentils, walnuts, chia seeds, and other nuts and seeds, pears, apples, and most fruit with skin, strawberries, raspberries, and other berries, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and other bulky vegetables, psyllium husks, sweet potato, and also, oddly, avocado. If you can include at least one food from each list into each meal and snack, you'll probably achieve ideal protein and fiber goals without a problem. Think oatmeal with a side of yogurt and berries at breakfast, a lentil soup with spinach for lunch, 
a chicken and veggie stir-fry for dinner with a side of rice, and snacks of fruit and roasted nuts and beans. This will cover your bases. For most people, you don't need to worry about hitting extremely specific or super high numbers. Eating 100 grams of protein isn't necessarily better than eating 90 grams. It's about making sure that each meal and snack has a respectable chunk of fiber and protein each and doing it in ways that are sustainable and easy to make part of your habits and routines. This may mean finding packaged products that work for you. In my opinion, some of the best additions to your diet are the ones that are heavy hitters for both protein and fiber, foods like edamame, chickpeas, lentils, and other protein-rich legumes. In other words, don't try to hit your protein goals with burgers and protein shakes and your fiber goals with Metamucil. Do your best to increase your intake from whole food sources and combined sources like legumes as often as possible. What about carbs and calories? If you are carb conscious or calorie conscious overall, you may be concerned about the concept of adding more food into your day, especially if you're getting more fiber from carbohydrates. What about blood sugar? What about weight loss? If you are managing conditions like type 1 or type 2 diabetes, it's smart to make nutritional changes with the partnership of a registered dietitian or your physician. You'll want to monitor how nutrition habits affect important numbers. But if you're just trying to lose a little weight, eat better, or get more fit, the likelihood is that focusing more on protein and fiber will regulate your carbohydrates and calories overall. Eating fiber-rich carbohydrates helps to attenuate the glucose response that usually accompanies eating carbohydrates. Also, focusing more on protein and fiber often gets people to plan their food more often in advance, cook at home more often, pack lunches, look at nutrition facts on labels, eat regularly and not skip meals, and many other health-promoting behaviors that help with weight management. Final takeaways. The most helpful way to figure out if you're eating enough protein and fiber is to keep a food log. Just keep it in a notebook or in a document or spreadsheet on your computer. Note, when you eat, what you eat, and the total fiber and protein content of the meal, which you can figure out from reading labels or using Google. I would recommend that you aim for 5 to 10 grams of fiber per meal and 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal. After about five days, you will have a strong sense if you're consistently hitting targets, if you're way off, or if you're almost there. You just listened to part two of the post titled How Protein and Fiber Will Change Your Body by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. If you've listened to this podcast for any significant length of time, you know that I'm a big fan of encouraging others to keep track of what and how much they eat. And even though tracking how much and how often and what foods we eat is an eye-opening experience in itself, sometimes it's not enough. For example, some may want to know their final numbers, meaning how many total calories did I get that day? How many total grams of protein and fiber did I get? Today's author, Rachel, mentioned that you can do the math by looking at the nutrition facts label and doing the math by hand. That would definitely work. And it has the added benefit of getting people used to label reading. But if you're not interested in doing this kind of math, there are luckily some free apps that can help track and do the math for you. One that I have my students use is called Chronometer. There's a free version that's really great. You can upgrade and pay for the full version, which will let you track more days. But if you want to try it out and see if you like it, that's a great place to start. And again, there are many other apps out there. The only reason I say Chronometer is because that one is more accurate than some of the other apps that are out there. So even if you track your food intake for like three days out of the seven days in a week, I promise you're gonna find it an eye-opening experience. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.